Welcome to the Brain Soul Success Show, where we learn, explore, and create your powerful positive healing for life. I'm your host, Louise Schwartzwalter. I'm the creator of a five-part mind-body-soul methodology that clears the subconscious blocks to success. From engaging transformational interviews, brain soul success stories, and the secrets shared by brain and spiritual experts, you will reconnect, revitalize, and transform your powerful life. It's time for you. Welcome back, everyone, to the Brain Soul Success Show. I am here with my amazing guest, Dr. Kieran Dunson. And I just love your energy and, of course, what you're doing in the world. You're helping so many women with their hormones. We can't wait to hear your story. So I'll just kind of go into your bio here a little bit. After discovering the hidden cause of midlife weight gain and fatigue in women, Dr. Kyron Dunson lost a life-changing 100 pounds and fixed her adrenal fatigue. So she's a pioneer of female hormonal justice. Absolutely. Dr. Kyron founded the Midlife Metabolism Institute and the Hormone Club to provide women of every age access to hormonal freedom, regardless of their location. Dr. Kyron's been featured on CBS, NBC, Reader's Digest, The Huffington Post, First for Women, Best Self, and more. She's your midlife metabolic ninja, and that she is, yes, (laughs) (laughs) who will show you the steps to unleash your best health. Welcome, Dr. Kyron. It's so nice to have you here. Glad to be here, Louise. Thanks so much for having me. Oh, this is this is great because I know that you have an amazing story of how you even got into this whole world of working with working with hormones. So, you know, share with us all how how did you get so excited? You are the you are the hormone ninja. Uh, yes. yes, absolutely. Right. Well, yes. I wish I could say that I learned how to do that in med school or residency, my OBGYN residency, but that wasn't the case. In fact, I got learned a lot of tools that probably are less than useful and probably make a lot of women worse off rather than better off because that's what we're taught in our training. So Mm -hmm. as a successful OBGYN, when I hit midlife in my 40s, you know, everyone thought that I had it all from the outside, but I, they could see that I was obese and, um, I looked and felt 20 years older than I was. So I weighed 243 pounds at my heaviest. I slept most of the time when I wasn't working, even though I was a wife and a mom, um, I wasn't really able to be present for my family because of my health problems. I was on five psychoactive medications for anxiety and depression, I had gastritis, irritable bowel. I didn't know how my body was going to react to whatever I ate. Um, And I just felt like a stranger in my own body. I know there are people probably watching right now who are feeling that way. Mm -hmm. Um, I didn't want to go anywhere because I didn't like how my clothes fit. I didn't like how I looked in the clothes that I had that did fit. And I just started automatically saying no to social engagements and my world started becoming smaller and smaller and smaller. And I felt so out of control because 
I had tried everything I knew from my board certification to lose the weight. I had tried every diet program, diet pills, Jenny Kate, Craig, Nutrisystem, Weight Watchers. I had tried, you know, crazy working out when I had the energy. And I might have some success with these programs, but inevitably they would fail. I couldn't stick with them. They were too extreme or I gain weight back afterwards more. And I really felt so hopeless and I would run tests. I'd say something's got to be wrong with my thyroid, right? What are the symptoms of thyroid? Constipation, hair loss, fatigue, uh, weight gain. And I would do the test I was taught to do in my training for thyroid and they would all come back, quote unquote, normal. And I say, quote unquote, because what I learned eventually was that I wasn't doing the right tests and I wasn't reading them the right way because we're not taught that in our mainstream training. Um, so every of the, us, excuse me, I'm so curious because I know that my audience would love this, you yeah. know, the mainstream tests. So if I went to the, my medical doctor and they were going right. to test for, for thyroid and for hormones, what are those mainstream tests that people are? Cause people don't really even know. They just let their doctor do it. Right. You know yeah, they do. And gone are the days that you can, if you do abdicate control and knowledge to your doctor, you will never get the level of health that's possible for you. Because what you don't realize is that mainstream medicine is only teaching your doctors in disease diagnosis and management. So hear me very clearly, diagnosis and management, not the cure of disease. So right. if you want to have disease cured, you've got to get a higher standard of care and figure out the right tests to have done and how to read them the right way. So mm -hmm. a typical thyroid test. So first off, if you ask your doctor, the average woman at midlife, will you check my hormones? I think I have a hormone problem. I have low sex drive. My hair's falling out. I can't sleep. I'm tired. I'm gaining weight. This Standard of care is, and they're right, we don't check women's hormones and that's what they're going to tell you. And they're going to tell you most of those symptoms they're going to say are quote unquote normal for your age, mm -hmm. which is a bunch of BS, honestly, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, so there is a standard of care outside mainstream medicine where we actually do check your hormones and we know what they should be. And yes, you start becoming a suboptimal, you start having hormone deficiency around 35 to 45. Um, and it can be replaced to optimum levels without any harm to you and actually benefit that prevents disease and makes you feel better. Now, when it comes to your thyroid, if you say to your doctor, I think I have a thyroid problem, they're typically going to do a TSH, thyroid stimulating hormone, which is the hormone that the brain makes to tell the thyroid to function which is really the worst test you could do to see if you have a thyroid problem. Also, because it's not directly measuring the thyroid hormone your thyroid is putting out or even the active hormone that your body has to transform. It makes T4, which is inactive, and your body has to transform that into T3, which is active, to use it. So a way better test is look at your active T3, look at your T4. Sure. But when you only look at the feedback hormone in the brain, TSH, what you're going to miss a lot of people that have low thyroid. And that ended up being true for me. Um, and the other thing is that your doctor is only concerned with diagnose, what? diagnosing disease. What is the disease diagnosis ICD-10 code that I put on the insurance form? Uh, 
And then what drug do I give you? That's what doctors are trained in. Diagnosis of disease and prescription of medication. They're trained in what? What is the disease? What drug do I need to give you? What surgery do I need to do? They are not trained in optimizing your function, right? Like you're a Ferrari car and you want to be tuned up so well that when your engine starts, when you wake up in the morning, you're like, yes, all cylinders go. So excited about what I'm going to do today and who I'm going to meet. Um, right. They're not worried about that. They're not worried about that. And that's so funny. You use that analogy because I do say that to people. I say, I like to treat my body like I'm a Ferrari. Yeah. There you go. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Right. So in mainstream medicine, you're basically a yellow school bus and all you need to do is get from point A to point B. And, you know, it's kind of, it's a whole different paradigm. So they're not even doing the tests that they're going to get at the true problem. And that was true for me. That's what I was doing for myself. And this is why all my tests came back normal. Um, you know, until through a series of events, mm-hmm. um, someone introduced me to a root cause resolution approach, um, through a book they gave me from Suzanne Summers, who really elevated the conversation around what's possible for our health. She's a two-time cancer survivor. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, really learned how to get at the root causes of why did I get cancer twice? I don't want it a third time because what's the biggest risk for getting cancer is having had cancer. Mm -hmm. Um, And so she really did her homework. And then uh, once she helped herself, she used it as a platform to educate others. And I happen to be one of the beneficiaries of that. Thank you, Suzanne. Um, And discover that there is this whole other standard of care outside mainstream medicine where you actually can heal disease, optimize your function like a Ferrari, and feel and look amazing at every age. So you really moved from not only medicine, like traditional medicine, but learned a whole new approach that was, you know, much more targeted to balancing the T3, the T4, the, you know, all the estrogen, progesterone, all all women's hormones based on your own story of trying to lose weight. And then when your hormones were balanced and you worked on that, is that when you had success with your, with your goal on weight loss as well? Absolutely. So I was doing the wrong tests and the tests Mm -hmm. I was doing ran them the wrong way. When I discovered the right tests and I read them the right way, I was low thyroid. Then I also discovered salivary cortisol and I did the saliva test and I had minimal cortisol function. Well, in mainstream medicine, they're not even ever going to check that um, unless you're in the ICU and they think you have a disease. Like I said, Um, I, I checked all the seven main metabolic hormones. I worked naturally to adjust them. And then the weight started coming off, right? So the, the hormones are your, it's part of your nervous system and your brain is your central mainframe computer. And it has the hardwired branch nerves that go to your fingers and eyes. So you can bat an eyelash or wiggle your fingers and you have the wireless internet and that's your hormones and your hormones go to all your cells in your organs and tell them how to function, set your metabolic rate, the rate at which you burn calories of fat and sugar and turn them into ATP, which is fuel. and then. It, Only when you have that fuel do you have energy to do things and heal things. And only when you can take fat out of the fat cell, open the fat cell, burn it, and make energy out of it can you lose weight. 
And the problem is that we women at midlife, we have programmed obsolescence of our ovaries, right? They're only made to last until a certain age, average age in our country is 51. So those hormones start going down. But in addition to our sex hormones, most of us have a lot of stress in our lives, whether we're aware of it consciously or not. And that affects our cortisol, which is affecting all our hormones. That makes so much sense. I love that description, you know, because I'm thinking back about people that I've worked with over the years and people with all the thyroid, you know, issues that I've worked with too. And how, um, and the, and the testing that they did and they brought them in, they brought in the testing, you know, that they had had with their, their medical doctor. I'm a natural path. And then I'm also thinking back on how, how many times I would see through my biofeedback frequency devices that most people were not good at digesting fat. So they can't convert good fat for their bodies and their, and their brains. And when you were going through all of that, because this is our brain soul success you know, platform here, you know, what happened when you were discovering your own path of healing? You know, how did your, how did your brain work? I mean, what happened for you? (laughs) Right. That's interesting. (laughs) So, you know, for me, um, you know, like I said, I had depression and anxiety, so my brain wasn't functioning so well. Um, I'll say that I had lost focus and concentration at that time too. Um, and uh, for me, the, the physical healing really was the forefront. And I started with the hormones and then, you know, got onto the toxicity and detoxifying and healing the gut. And, you know, it's kind of been this stepwise uh, activity for me. Um, but I'd say within two years, I had lost 100 pounds. I looked and felt 20 years younger, off all prescription medications, uh, including the psychoactive ones, brain function back. Um, And it's been wonderful, but I know with the work you do, um, at various points, I have encountered people who work with energy and I've done a lot of energy work that has really helped me to heal uh, the, what I call the intangibles or Dr. Maritza, actually, she calls it that. I heard her say that and I love it. Um, So the intangibles are, is your energy body. And that really sets the framework for what your physical body hangs on. And so integral into every hormonal dysfunction is an energy body, energetic disruption, intangible disruption. Mm -hmm. And so throughout my journey, that's something that I've used and I have garnered more and more tools to work with this. And I do think the healing of the future is energy healing, (laughs) That is, I mean, when I think, again, I so applaud you for your work um, Mm -hmm. in the world and everything you're doing, Dr. Kieran, um, because of your open mind, you know, because you're, you're trained as a medical physician, you work there, you've got that background. And I love that, you know, because you can speak to all that. We can listen to you when we're hearing it, you know, so thank you for describing all of that to us, you know, and then you said, Hey, no, no, functional medicine, more, more organic, you know, I need to do these different tests for the hormones. Um, and then as you're healing yourself, you know, that's not unlike my path. That's what I discovered too. I started with the physical body and then I ended up with the energy body <laughs> because that path of healing helps you see that, you know, we're whole people and we're layers. And I always say that pain starts in the field, mm-hmm. you know, so like, and I don't care if that's physical pain, mental pain, emotional pain, spiritual pain, it starts in the energy field. And so when you can work in the energy field, it actually affects the physical. And now you can heal that physical so much more easily. And the difference is that it sticks. 
Right. Right. Because when we're doing all the physical body work, that's wonderful. And you can, you know, exercise and sleep right and take your supplements and get your hormones balanced. But if you still have trauma or you still have some old, you know, grief or depression or anxiety or even ancestral programs that are holding you back, you won't feel 100 percent you like that Ferrari. It's, it's so true what you're saying, Louise. And I know to a lot of people, probably not your listeners, but just some people, it sounds way woo-woo and they're like, prove it. I want a double-blind placebo-controlled New England Journal of Medicine study. <laughs> and what I'm going to say is that you're not, you're never going to get one because unfortunately, the nature of the energy of which Louise speaks, which, which quantum physicists have proven uh, many aspects of like the uh, double splits, uh, slit experiment, um, get to the fact that consciousness is the nature of this energy and what you believe will always influence consciousness and determine the outcome of any experiment that you create to try to get at the ultimate nature of reality. And so it becomes this conundrum that what you believe is what you're going to prove. And so if you don't don't understand how quantum physics works, which is kind of underlies and undergirds the whole nature of reality. And we're getting a little woo-woo, but um, then you're never going to be able to see it or prove it. Um, But having done a lot of energy work, and I've had a lot of experiences where once you experience it, then you can have a firsthand knowing. It's like if you never went to China and saw the Great Wall, you would have a hard time conceiving of, I forget how many thousands of miles long it is. I can't remember, but I've been there. I've seen it and it's real. And you might see pictures and think, wow, like how did they build that? Or the pyramids in Egypt that they built so long ago. You might think, well, I just can't conceive. How did they have the technology in ancient Egyptian times to move those stones? But then you go there and it's a reality. So then you back it up and say, well, I know they had to have the technology. It's kind of the same thing when you do some of this energy work, um, then you start seeing it. But there there are some studies that I think can speak to anyone. Like I love curly and photography where, you know, they take, uh, they've done this with plants where they, show the energy grid of the plant, they chop part of the leaf off and you still see the energy grid or phantom limb pain and amputees where same thing, they use curly and photography to show the energy grid of a human. And then after an amputation, you still see the energy grid of the leg and people will still have pain in what used to be their leg. Um, So I think there are various um, situations that do speak to the average person. Yeah, I you know, because that's a picture. So what 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 Dr. Kyron speaking here of Kieran speaking here is the, the curling photography is a picture. It's, it's like a colorful picture around an energy field. So it can be around you. And so it shows like like almost shadows or evidence of energy in a sense. Um, you know what? I'm so so blessed because I've been in the world of neurobiofeedback and frequency medicine for over 12 years now, and I've got five different biofeedback type bioresonance machines, and so I'm able to see not only people's auras on those, but a whole lot of information. Mm-hmm. You know, my 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 joke is I've had a date with um, more bodies, minds, and spirits than anyone on the planet, <laughs> spiritual bodies than anyone on the planet, because I get to see 
see so much of what's really going on in the body, but also in the spirit and in the energy field, you know, and we do before and after pictures. So again, I applaud you for your, for your work and your open, and your open mind, you know, um, and it sounds like your story is what motivates you. But if I ask the question, I say, you know, what really motivates you and why? You know, I came somehow to this earth with this belief that um, we are all deserving of more, more vitality, more self-expression, more evolution to our highest and greatest selves. And I've always lived that way. And I, I lean into the question of how can I be better? How can I serve people better? How can I help others to be better? How can I be my best self? What am I meant to learn here? What am I meant to express? And I, you know, I, I realize most people don't have that. I didn't realize that for a long time. I thought everyone did, but I've no, realized in my, I guess I'm in my sixth dec- decade of life, um, that not everyone has that. I'm really a change agent and um, very purposeful. Somebody at a conference I was at this weekend said, oh, you have that ring around your iris. That's the ring of intention. And you came here with a very strong soul purpose. I had never heard that before. Um, So everybody listening, if you have that ring around the outside of your iris, you've got the ring of intention and purpose too. And I've just been always very purpose-driven. And I think that purpose has looked like different things throughout my life. And at this stage in my life, which is uh, midlife and menopause and empty nest, um, it really is all about sharing the true nature of reality and healing. I think that I've been a healer in many lives and that I... Um, now have a huge healing toolbox that only continues to expand and lately has expanded in the energy medicine because even though I lost 100 pounds and I got off all medications and healed pretty much everything physically in my body, there still were some things that were holding me back from completely living free in this world. And so that's what had me seek out more and more energy modalities, plant and animal medicines. And now having experienced the healing that uh, is available with those energetic modalities, and I know what's possible. I like to say I've been on the other side of the rainbow now. Um, I, I know that energy healing is the way to heal the body ultimately of of everything because everything has energy at its basis. Mm -hmm. So my purpose is to learn as much as I can about these newer modalities I've been working with and how do I help other people access them? Oh, that's great. No, that's beautiful. I, and I totally, I totally get exactly what you're saying because that was my discovery too and why I do more energy work now. Um, And we have an upcoming retreat. Actually we do before and after pictures because in 90 minutes, Um, We can take someone from anxiety to calm, but it's because we're clearing it in the field. And I'm remembering that last, last about six months ago, our our other event, um, woman had hip pain for 15 years, Mm -hmm. been all kinds of physical therapists and all kinds of people and um, to help her with her hip pain, chiropractors, physical therapists, she'd been doing injection shots, all kinds of things. And uh, in one miracle integration, um, it all shifted and hasn't come back. It's energy work. You know, so yep. that just means that the pain started in the field. 
So that's what I mean about that physical body piece. And I know you discovered that too and have that same mission, very similar mission. How can we serve bigger, right? How can we do right. more? And then when we worked on you too, we did a little bit on you. I know you shifted yeah. too. And that was so cool. <laughs> it was. Yeah. It was. And some, you know, you can do energy work in so many ways. And so, um, yeah, I had some shifts with the work we did together, just doing the podcast interview. Yeah, that was so, that was really, really fun. So I'm curious, um, Dr. Kieran, how do you stay at your best now? Ooh, so self-care rituals and habits. Absolutely. Um, I have morning rituals. I have night rituals. I have throughout the day rituals of things that I do. So I'll just list some that probably your listeners have heard of. And I think it's very personalized what works for you. So in the morning, it's um, always meditation, prayer, journaling, and then a HIIT training exercise with weights and aerobic. That really is essential for my self-care. And then... Uh, oftentimes somewhere throughout the day, Epsom salt baths really helps with that energy cleansing, but also physical, mm-hmm. um, regular sauna. I have a sauna that I use in my house with, and then hot thermal therapies, hot and cold shower after, um, and lots of reading, um, on personal development, spirituality, energy, energy medicine, connecting with friends who are like-minded and being in nature, particularly the beach. Um, When I go to the beach, oh gosh, it just drains any negative energy and I feel so connected and I can feel my frequency rays up there or just being out in the woods. Um, So I think those are some of the things that I do um, that really um, really helped me. Well, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. And, you know, if you're listening today, I'm sure some of those things are on your list too, or maybe you, you gained something here or learned something here from, you know, from Dr. Kieran about that, because, um, yeah, we can all use new ideas. It seems to me like sometimes that goes in and out for me. Like there's certain things I do for three or four months yes. and then I add something else in because I'm just learning something new and I want to try it. Yeah. Right. And I mean, yin yoga is something I was I love to do. And like you said, then I got out of it. And then also vocal toning, chakra toning. I don't know if you talk with them about that. Mm -hmm. Um, That's very powerful to change state and balance all the energy centers uh, when I remember to do it. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. So we have this, you have this tool bag, right? You're going to use certain tools at certain times. How about keeping your mind sharp? What do you do for that to keep your brain, brain healthy and sharp? I'm, I'm always learning new things. So somebody asked me when I was at this conference this weekend, what kind of fiction do you like to read? And I can't tell you the last time I read a fiction book. (laughs) Um, And it's funny because I actually, every now and then think to myself, I really should read just for the fun of it and read fiction, but I start reading the book and I go, oh my gosh, this isn't worth it because I like to read something I'm going to learn something from. So I read a lot. I usually have about 10 books going um, and I love to talk with others. I'm not one to do puzzles, Sudoku and things like that. I know some people do that to keep their mind sharp. Um, And then also collaborating creatively with others, I find is a great way to keep um, my mind sharp and focused and working on my own projects. Um, So using your mind, use it or lose it, right? 
Exactly. That's, that's what I try to do. <laughs> I like that working on your own projects. I know last time we talked to um, you wanted to create a graduation ceremony for menopausal women, yes. right? We talked about we talked about that, and I know that's one of your your upcoming projects. What other project do you have coming up that you'd love to share with us? Oh, well, a few, and I'll just give you a follow-up on that. So I was talking with another one of my colleagues who specializes in menopause, holistic menopause, about that. And she said, well, Native Americans have the crone ceremony. Kieran, we could do that. And I looked it up, and yes, they do actually have that. So we were talking about how do we adapt this um, for our, uh, we American women um, and uh, come up with something. So working on that. But I have the Stop the Menopause Madness Summit 2.0 coming up on November 1 through 5. I don't know if this is going to air before or after, but even if it's after, you can still access it. And uh, we have 75 experts on menopause, over 50 doctors on the summit talking about every topic you want to know about uh, when it comes to making menopause the best time of your life. I'm working on that. And we're going to do a super fun 14-day challenge after the summit, um, which should be a lot of fun. Oh, I love that. Such an important topic. So, so important. You know, I mean, hormones are just not, they're not talked about. They're not not addressed in the right way and what you're doing and getting all that information out there for everybody. It's just, um, it's awesome. So I want to just thank you for, uh, for putting that together. Mm-hmm. Um, that's beautiful. If you're going to leave our audience with, with one tip here, what would that be? Uh, what popped into my head is we're talking about, you're about energy medicine and healing, which we've been talking about mm-hmm. and hormones is my favorite topic. They're really the same topic. Um, I think about hormones as these little spiritual molecules. I think uh, our hormones and our endocrine organs that create our hormones, they are the center of our chakra system, which is kind of the anatomy of the spirit. And so you can't talk about energy medicine without talking about hormones and vice versa. So I think that if you learn how to harness the tools of energy medicine, like Louise teaches, uh, that you will have hormonal balance, better hormonal balance. And anything you do directly to balance your hormones, like to balance your insulin by cutting out sugar is going to help your energy grid and your energetic status. So I really think it's like a quarter and it's one side is heads, one side is tails, but you can't talk about one without implying the other, they are inherent in each other. Oh, that's a beautiful tip. That's a beautiful tip. And again, you've combined so many beautiful things to really help your people holistically, you know, with all that you've learned in your amazing, amazing tool bag. And I know that you have um, a meditation for us, a free gift on balancing hormones. Right. And it's the perfect segue into the meditation for brilliant hormones, because a lot of people say, well, how, what do you mean meditation? That's an energy, energetic tool, energy, body balancing, and it helps to balance your hormones because it's what we were just saying. So it's both sides of the quarter. So meditation helps you to balance your seven main hormones. And so I have that gift for you. And then um, will you share the link with them? Uh, Louise? The I think link. I sent it to you. Okay. Yeah, I'll share, I'll share the link here below on how to balance your hormones, the beautiful meditation, the gift yeah. that, uh, that uh, Dr. Kieran has for all of us today. 
as well. And definitely check out her website too. She's got some great information there. And you're really working with people in a beautifully holistic way, helping people balance the hormones and doing all those hormone tests. So I also know you have a hormone club where you do offer different kinds of packages for people so they can get those specific tests that the medical is mm-hmm. not doing. You know, our, our you know, regular right. medical doctors are not doing those specific tests on T3, T4, and all of the hormones, right? So right. that's so, really important. So this is this is your this is your doctor, guys. This is your this is your person. Yeah. And that's at yeah. thehormoneclub.com. Make sure you put in the and anyone in 47 states in the US, uh, not New York, New Jersey, or Rhode Island, uh, can access the tests we're talking about, the right tests, the doctors read them the right way, their doctors licensed in 47 states, and they can prescribe biologically identical natural hormones, uh, and T3, T4 for thyroid to you, um, in 47 States. Yep. Oh, 47. That's awesome. That is so awesome. And I just do have to say to all of you, I use bioidentical hormones and I don't think I would be balanced and okay. I mean, I could definitely feel the difference, you know, in my body and I'm real consistent with my self-care there too. And that has helped me stay younger, um, in my sixties here. So it's awesome. So very awesome. Again, thank you so much for being with us and sharing today. Um, I just love you. I love the work you're doing in the world. We've got this amazing summit coming up. Definitely want to check check that out as well. Mm-hmm. So I'll post all those links here below for all of you. Um, and thank you again for being with us today and being um, and sharing. It's been awesome. Thank you, Louise, for having me. Thank you for the work you do. Super important, so powerful. And thanks everyone for joining us. It's been so wonderful to be with you. Hey, thank you all. Have a great day, everyone.